And for this portion of WGTD's morning show, we're going to be talking to a young and gifted poet, Jacob Hunt, uh, who goes by the name Other Poet uh, as, as a poet, and that is the author's name that adorns the cover of his new book, which is called Shift, uh, which is described as um, a person's healing journey. And we're going to be talking yeah. with Jacob Hunt about, about this book and about the way in which he approaches uh, the art of poetry and uh, what is behind this particular book, which is distributed by Blurb, again titled Shift. Jacob Hunt, other poet, we welcome you to the morning show. Thank you so much. What, a, what an amazing welcome. What a, what, I, I don't um, deserve such an amazing introduction, so I, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. So I saw on your website uh, a few intriguing words about how you began writing. And it sounds like it happened back in your very early teens, and your mother had something to do with you first taking pen in hand. Uh, describe yeah. what was going on in your life at the time and uh, why you began writing. Yeah, my <clears throat> excuse me, my parents were going through a divorce, um, and there were quite a few um, circumstances that kept like. We had a death in the family. We had um, just a few really big um, life events for a teenager to go through. Um, and kind of during that, my mom saw how much I was struggling. And um, like I, I, you know, you can read it on my website too, but um, my mom was like, hey, writing helped me through the things that I've been through. Writing has helped me cope with things. So she bought me a notebook um, and a special pen, and she said, I think you should write what you're feeling. And so I started writing poetry, um, not very good poetry. Um, I still have the notebook, and it's, you know, I go back to it sometimes to be like, oh, it's so cute. And then it's like, oh, it's very cringy. Um, but she kind of enabled me to write and encouraged it. Um, she is also a writer and kind of has always encouraged creativity in our house. And so um, she would read the poetry, um, encourage me all along the way. Um, and yeah, she's just always kind of, she was the beginning of this journey that I've been on with, with poetry and writing and creativity. So until that moment, had you ever written poetry before or done any kind of writing that would have would have indicated that this would be a serious pursuit for you or was this an utterly new undertaking for you there was a book when i was in elementary school i read a book by two football players ronde and tiki barber um published a book about themselves when they were kids playing football and I also played football, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. They wrote a book. And I remember going and sitting at the family computer and writing a book, and I was so proud of it. And I showed my mom, and she said, Jacob, this is the same words that they use in their book. You can't do that. And so <laughs> I, I did kind of – I always was – interested in it. I was always writing little stories and telling stories and 
um, my mom had been writing around me, so I knew that she had a book and that um, kind of wanted to follow in her footsteps. I kind of looked at her as that um, first creative um, inspiration, and then it kind of grew from there. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, so you are a football-playing poet, which is not the the most <laughs> common of combinations, but that's really intriguing. It isn't. It, it, it isn't. I also, you know, now um, I'm, I'm coaching football now. I'm no longer playing. But, yeah, it is kind of a combination of two things that don't seem to go together. But um, I really think that uh, a multidimensional pursuit of what interests you um, is the way to go. And so I'm, yeah, the, the football and the poetry hmm. are definitely, you know, they seem to be at odds, but I really don't feel like they are. I think um, I get to be creative in both ways, and in both areas I get to encourage people. Hmm. Um, and, and that's kind of the foot that I lead with, um, kind of that Ted Lasso brand of positivity. Um, so, yeah, I think that they do um, tend to go together for me at least. So how would you describe the – the, the growth and development uh, of your poetry from those first efforts uh, when you were 13, which you yourself describe as sort of cringeworthy, at least to some extent, <laughs> versus uh, the poetry that you are creating now. I mean, what's different between your poetry now versus your poetry then? Yeah, I think the biggest difference is that in the past it was all about me and it was centered on me and what exactly what I was going through. Um, and now I write for others and what others are going through while also adding elements of story of, you know, it's not just me with a pen talking about my parents' divorce. It's um, a journey of a character that I've written um, and the method of storytelling happens to be, you know, rather than a novel, it happens to be poetry. So it's, it's very narrative driven. Um, but yeah, I would say that, um, it's no longer in my mind about me and for me. I think it helps me. It, it helps me through what I'm going through and is definitely still a coping mechanism but it's also with the hope that it can help someone else. So how would you describe your poetry in terms of what makes it poetry? In the sense that I think for for most people who don't know a lot about poetry, they think of poetry in fairly narrow terms as something that rhymes and with kind of a sense of symmetry and rhythm uh yeah so it just that's what that's what a poem is versus something else which we call prose and of course um a a a more correct understanding of poetry is that it uh by no means needs to be confined to uh kind of standard rhyming schemes and other things that we think Mm -hmm. of immediately as poetic in what way do you see what you write as being poetry instead of prose yeah i think what makes this poetry is that it breaks 
a lot of the rules of poetry. And I think that as you review what poetry has been over the years is that it's constantly breaking the rules. It's like painting. It's like film. Um, I think every poet kind of comes at these rules and what makes this poetry as, you know, from a unique perspective and says, how can I break this rule? How can I shape this to be me? Um, and so what makes this poetry is that it, it definitely does break the rules. Um, I do feel like poetry has a heartbeat and breathes and, and has that rhythm. Um, and my poetry is definitely inspired by music. I listen to music all the time. It's definitely rhythmic. Um, so I would say that that rhythm, that cadence is definitely what makes it poetry. I'm also very comfortable without at times saying, yeah, this is, this is prose. Um, it's a combination of each. I think, um, it's very lyrical. It's very, um, I don't know. I, I think that poetry should push poetry. I think it should push that boundary of what poetry is. And I think that this does that. Hmm. Your book is titled shift and, uh, it is, uh, it is in some respects a large book compared to what we might think of as, as, as a poetry mm-hmm. collection. And, and I think you describe it with the word epic. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Describe to our listeners, uh, what is kind of the through line of these poems in your book called Shift? Yeah. So I want to very carefully make this comparison, but in terms of, you know, the, the epic portion of it, what I mean is that it's poetry with one story being driven underneath it, similar to the, the Iliad and the Odyssey. This, this character the central character of the story is, is the rocket man. Um, and his journey is, is an odyssey of sorts. And it's definitely, um, an homage to those great Greek works. Um, and we're, you know, there are pieces that have been very much inspired by it. Um, so that's what I mean by an epic. I mean that it is very narrative driven. Um, and you're right, it's, it's not built the same way as um, many poetry books today. It's a full 8 by 11 book. The pages um, are full of text that moves throughout. The, the spacing of the book is very unique, and it's very much, you know, you flip through the pages and it looks like it's moving and shifting. Um, and it's telling this central journey and there's a lot of stories in it that I tell, but it is telling this one narrative that, you know, you can trace through the whole book. Why was it so important to you to be creative with placement of word on the page or, or do you recall what gave you the idea, the idea to think about that very basic matter in a really not basic way? Yeah, I think. You know, ever since, um, really, this book was the first time that I had played so much with spacing. Um, and I think it, it, there's meaning in the space. 
there's in the white negative space that isn't the word, there's meaning there. And there's, it gives an added depth to it. Um, it also, you know, from a rhythmic lyrical standpoint, it does lend a hand in some of those delays when I want the reader to read something a little bit later than just like a set um, stanza that's, you know, built one on top of the other. Um, so the spacing is very intentional and there's a lot of breath in it. I, I, I really intentionally wanted this book to come, al come alive for the reader. Um, and I think that the spacing lends a hand to that. The poems are not titled. That is, we have what, mm -hmm. what seem to be individual poems, but none of them have their own titles. Was there a particular mm -hmm. reason why you refrained from giving any of your poems titles? Yes. I really want every person, every individual to approach these poems and be able to find their own meaning and assign their own titles. I think that by giving it a title, I'm assigning what it means to me. And there are some that I have, you know, personal titles for, um, but I want everybody to be able to find their own meaning and their own place in these pages. Um, so they are, you know, individual poems. There's, it's one poem per page, um, but they do bleed together and they go together as well. So they're very connected. And it is, it, it was a bit confusing when I first wrote it and the first editions, um, my, you know, my first readers, like we talked about my mom, she's one of the first person to read any of my work. And she was like, I don't know where this one ends and this begins. And so I did give them page numbers um, to help us refer to the specific poems, like, oh, number 62, um, because that got a little confusing in the editing process. But I, it, I want every person to really be able to approach this in a unique way. How did you come up with uh, the term the rocket man? Well, I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Elton John. Um, Rocket Man has always been one of my favorite songs since I was a kid. Um, and then I just am obsessed with space. My stepdad is the director of astronomy at a museum in Dayton, Ohio. And it's just an incredible, incredible place. I, I just... I'm obsessed with space. So this character um, kind of having his head in the clouds then became this character on a journey to space. And I, I think there's a lot um, to be said about like a character called Rocket Man. You know, he, it, it doesn't have a name and there's no um, face. You just see the mask really. And so I think that's another opportunity for anybody to see themselves there. I think the rocket man's journey has been um, something that anybody can really relate to. I, I think we all have big dreams ahead of us and big obstacles ahead of us. And um, 
that journey of this rocket man, you know, maybe you aren't going to space, but you do have a significant journey ahead of you. And so I, I think that it being this faceless, nameless rocket man really lends to, you know, if there was a reflection from the page that you could see, I think the rocket man's face is reflected and it looks like us. Hmm. And finally, what about the title of this book, Shift? Explain that. Yeah. Shift is, um, I really wrestled with the title of this, um, but Shift kept coming back to me because things are always changing in our lives and in my life, and it feels like the ground underneath us is shifting quite often. And I think Shift has multiple places in the book. Um, Shift is the name of a character in the book, kind of the, the anti, um, the antagonist character is named Shift. Um, the poems themselves shift throughout the book. Um, and I, I think that the word shift is kind of something that can be applied to the entire book and this entire journey, whether it's this rocket man's healing journey or my personal journey where things have always seemed to be shifting and changing. And um, so, yeah, I think that in terms of shift, it's, Everything the whole the, the whole book goes back to there's a character called Shift, and this whole journey of life is always shifting. Hmm. The book is titled Shift, and it is written by Jacob Hunt, who bills himself as other poet. The book is distributed by Blurb, and uh, it's available through Amazon. Are there other ways in which people can uh, find the book? Yes, you can buy the book directly on my website, otherpoet.com. It's cheaper on my website, so I would strongly encourage to head over to my website. You can get to know more about me, about the book, and everything on my website. That's otherpoet.com. Jacob Hunt, who is the Other Poet, thanks for joining me today on The Morning Show, and best wishes to you. Thank you so much, Greg.